Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. We are talking on the podcast with Joshua Lieberman, who can be found at the Tau of Photography.com. Tau, T-A-O, the Tau of Photography.com. He is a professional photographer and lighting director, lighting designer. And uh, let me switch subjects here for a little bit and, and really get uh, to the nub of it, to the to the essence of it. If you were going to talk to some beginning photographers, what would you what what advice would you give them, Joshua, as to how they can improve uh, their photography skills? Well, it's tough because it's 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 very broad. Actually, okay. there's um, there's a there's a lot of different ways, um, and the 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 beauty I should say of uh, today's technology and and the evolution of photography is that there's incredible opportunity uh, to do that. It's not uh, so. the The first thing that I would say is shoot a lot. Um, carry your camera with you. You know. It, it, Get the best. Really, uh, technology is important these days, and I wouldn't say um, I, I. I always say it's you know it's the artist, not the tool. Mm-hmm. You can get you can take an amazing photographer, give them an iPhone and or you know a, a point and shoot camera, and they're going to be able to take superior photographs for that tool. Why is that? Uh, uh, vision, um, experience, I. Uh, and just um, it's it's like an artist. I mean, uh, um, you know, I, I don't know any any direct uh, um, uh, allegories, but uh, you know, if you give a, a if you were to give a Rembrandt just a stick and a pool of mud, I'm willing to bet that they could that yep. he could make something far far better than I could. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's just it's artistic sensibilities and experience. All of that. All, all that experience gives you a, a very deep well to draw from. So, so take a lot of photos and talk about developing the eye. That's that's just something that talk about that. How do, how do you develop an eye for photography? You know the the I was talking about classical beauty, the um, the evolution of beauty and and the evolution of the art in in the contemporary world is there are very few rules nowadays. Uh, you know we still have our rule of thirds and we still have. Um, you know, our traditional rules of photography. And I, I think, you know, a, a classic beginning is a is a good way to start. There really are very few rules as to what the, the art world considers um, great or considers beautiful. So, um, but but what is extremely important is what we call a visual voice. Um, oh, okay. you, you really need a consistent visual voice as an, as, as an artist or as a, as a, um, a business person, you know, as a, as a, um, a technician, you really need a, a very clear visual voice, and and the people who, who, I know in the business who have shot a lot, and and that really is the way you shoot. You shoot a lot. You take risks. You know, you do things. Uh, you know, if you're just going to stand there and take a snapshot over and over and over and over again, you're going to really master the snapshot. You know, we say we say practice makes perfect. I I, I don't agree. I say practice makes permanent. So whatever you do a lot, that's what, you know, that's what you're going to be. So, 
if you know if your goal is to be a little outside the box, you, you need to take some chances. Bring the camera down a little lower. Practice with uh, foreground elements, background elements, different exposures, different you know uh, um, uh, different elements, um, different different processes, and you know through Photoshop, you, you you take risks and see what you like. I am, um, you know, and even and when then, you make, even when you make mistakes, it's worth uh, pushing the the edge, uh, the boundaries of what you do, right? Some of the best, uh, some of the the best results that I've ever had came from what I call the happy accident. Came from making mistakes, and you know, you. But it's important to to um, review and to reflect and to look at something and say, what do I like about this? What don't I like about this? What can I change next time? Grow and evolve as an artist. Um, the, the, the death of art um, and really the death of your business is stagnation. Oh, wow, um, yes. If you, if you sit, the, the people I know in this business that are the most miserable are the ones that are just doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, that are just doing wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah. The, the people who are engaged and dynamic and creative and just really passionate about what they do are always trying to find a way to get better. They're always looking at their, their work and going, next time I think I'll do this. Next time I think I can, I can possibly make it a little bit better if I do this. And these are great photographers, great video, videographers. These are people that I consider to be, you know, people I look up to. And they're just always trying to evolve and grow. And it doesn't matter what age either. One of the things that I deal with in, in seminars is I get some people that have, that are in their 20s or early 30s and they've, they've gotten into their craft, they've gotten into their, their jobs. Maybe they've won an award or two, which I, I think sometimes is, is actually one of the worst things that can happen <laughs> because once you win an award, you think, well, I man, look at me. I'm, I'm, look how talented I am. <laughs> and they stop. Uh, they, they go through stagnation. <laughs> A couple of things happen. One is they become arrogant believing, hey, you know, I, I know just about everything there is to know. Don't you know about me? Mm. And the other thing is, is they stop growing and learning. I'm I'm almost 60 years old, mm -hmm. and I want to be as good of a director, uh, excuse me, I want to be a better director six months from now than I am now. You can never know it all, ever, mm -hmm. ever, ever. And we are in a field where things are changing every week, every month, and that's the fun of it, mm -hmm. uh, is that something new is coming down the pipeline, and you've got to know it. Great conversation with lighting director, director of photography, and travel photographer, Joshua Lieberman. We'll be back in 32 seconds. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig. And now back with Joshua Lieberman, back to the conversation and learn more about uh, travel, photography, life lessons, and also uh, lighting. Hey, now speaking of something new, Mm. Uh, in the last few years, DSLR, digital single uh, lens reflex cameras, have changed filmmaking tremendously. A couple of guys, Philip Bloom is one, another one is Vincent LaForet. Mm -hmm. DSLR has changed things tremendously. Talk about that for a minute. Well, it's true. And um, that, that line has become incredibly and increasingly gray. 
Um, and, uh, you know, as uh, things like mirrorless cameras uh, are starting to evolve and advance, um, you know, the new Sonys, the new Fujinons, um, these, these hybrid cameras that shoot um, photo and video, and it's changing the landscape of photography um, and video, quite honestly. Uh, many of the advertising photographers that I know and, and uh, certainly, you know, what I do traveling all, all over the world, uh, our clients want both. They want the delivery of, of photo and video. I mean, I don't want to get too deep into the boring aspects of business, but if, but from a business standpoint, when you're planning, you know, when you're planning a shoot, you now ha many clients are asking for both, and their understanding and their expectation is, well, you have a camera that shoots both, so you should be able to shoot both. Uh -huh. Not understanding that. You know, when my camera is shooting photography, it is not shooting video. Right. And when and, it is and, shooting and vice versa. And vice so, versa. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that is the requirement. And, and this is where the photography, uh, the world of photography is starting to catch up to the world of video is the understanding that if that means you need two, two cameras. Well, two cameras means two, you know, two operators. Well, two operators means, you know, a, a two crews of assistants. And, you know, so it's the where it came or I think where the desire came from is, wow, this is so easy. But there's no shortcutting um, the reality of um, it, it's you're talking about two different arts. Right. Um, and there are guys that are doing um, and there are men and women that are doing amazing work. Uh, with the the hybrid DSLRs, they're shooting beautiful video and they're shooting incredible motion. And no doubt, these cameras are built to create absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous imagery. Um, but it's it's important to remember that the tool is a tool of still photography, and so there's a lot of adaptation that has to take place right. to be able to use it as a video camera. All these attachments and all these it, there's a whole cottage industry uh, that of attachments that go on for the camera now. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're vital. The idea that I can take my, my still camera that, you know, with my 70 to 200 and be able to get a, a well-framed shot that has a nice smooth zoom and not have any of these attachments or accessories that I can just take my camera into the field, you're going to end up with, you're going to end up with a result that is less professional than I think you, you know, that the operator intended. But if you, if you prepare, I mean, that's the thing, it's preparation. If you know what what you're what you're doing uh, and you know what you're aiming for and you know the process to get you from you know from vision to execution mm -hmm. then you're you're best prepared to get the best uh, possible images one thing that's that just has blown the the hinges off the door in the last five years or so has been Facebook have been Facebook and uh, Instagram Mm -hmm. And now it, it's so immediate. Unfortunately, I, I I see so many selfies from people that I just think that's wonderful. There's a picture of you, but I don't need seven of them. Mm -hmm. um, and where are the other pictures of, of the actual experience of what you were doing rather than uh, turning the camera back on yourself and your friends? And, and you know, very selfishly, that's where it comes from, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, taking pictures of yourself. Talk about Instagram. Talk about Facebook. The the ability uh, to share your photos almost instantaneously. Instantaneously now. It's an, an enormous Pandora's box, actually, uh, that you bring up because it's such a, a multi. It's such a multifaceted answer. Uh, 
this is the new, you know, this is the new technology and it is the new, the new way that we share. Um, it's how we share our lives with our friends and our family. Um, you know, when I first started traveling and I first started going to some of these places, uh, there was no, there, there was no contact. As soon as I got on that plane, I'd write letters back, you know, back home. So, you know, parents, friends, they wouldn't know what was going on with me or what was happening. And, you know, until they got that first letter, or that first postcard, they were actually a little tense and a little anxious sure. about where I was going to be. Now you get off the airplane and you're, you know, you're posting, I, you know, I've got a local SIM card. I've got access to Facebook and, and Instagram and I'm ready to go, you know, and everybody knows what I'm, what I'm doing, um, which, you know, has its, has its, pluses and minuses. I mean, it has its advantages and disadvantages. Um, quite frankly, the big disadvantage is uh, it becomes a distraction to the experience. Sure. Um, I was traveling with a few people uh, in Morocco, and every time we would get back to our hotel or we'd get back to our Riyadh, every time we'd get within uh, a Wi-Fi bubble, they were in their phones. They were posting to Facebook. They were, you know, the, the, the stuff they were shooting you know they're shooting on their phones and they're shooting to to basically to you know update their their Facebook feed or to update their Instagram and that's great you know it's wonderful to share this stuff and and to get that feedback and to get people going wow it's so cool and and entice your friends back home to get out on the road I'm, I think as Americans we do need to travel more yes but um, while you're in the moment you know people are just thinking instead of sitting there and appreciating standing and appreciating a sunset. We immediately go for our phones and think, oh, I've got to get a picture of this. Instead of just sitting and enjoying a meal or an enjoying an experience, we feel like we've got to capture it because we've got to share it. And then as soon as we've got access, boom, we've got to, we've got to go to Facebook. Um, so that's – I wrestle with that, to be honest, um, uh, that, that kind of accessibility. But at the same time, you know, while I was, while I was in Morocco, I was shooting at the – Shawara uh, tannery that was built in the 12th century, and there's still um, uh, they still it, there's no automation. They still do tan by, hides. Do it by hand. They still do it by hand. Men waist deep in dye vats, uh, um, washing the um, hides for 12 hours a day in the sun. Uh, you know, no, all all by hand. And it was just an, it was an amazing experience, and it was so powerful f for me to be there and to to capture how these men work and, and the toil that they put in and the art and the, the passion that they put into what they do. And then, of course, in the middle of it, um, I think to myself, oh, God, this is a great opportunity for me to promote my, you know, my photography on Instagram because I have art buyers and I have, sure. um, you know, editors and stuff like that who follow my Instagram feed. So then, of course, now I pull my phone out. I, I uh, sad to admit it, but yes, I got a selfie of me there. Um, I shot some shots of, of the guys, you know, the guys working and, uh, you know, later that night posted up to Instagram and, and, you know, included a little story about them mm -hmm. but what was cool about that was I got some really great feedback and I got when I got back to Los Angeles there were some people who really wanted to talk to me about this there were some professionals who really wanted to have a discussion about this and what did you do and what did you shoot and how the photos come out and hey can we see them when they're ready and so you know it, it provides opportunity it really does and it's it's undeniable the the Instagram Facebook you know Pinterest Twitter, they're here to stay. So 
whether our opinion is positive or negative of it, it's it's like anything else. It's a resource and a tool, and and it's um, as professionals, it's definitely something we can use to to promote ourselves. We are talking to Joshua Lieberman on the podcast and uh, wrapping up our time. Joshua, if there's is there one kind of final thought or um, something of your experience that you'd like to tell our our uh, our audience, our of, of listeners, what would it be? There's just so much that I would love to share, and it's so hard to do it in just a, a half-hour interview. But to a young person who's uh, who's thinking about a life in the arts, um, whether technical or, or creative, um, if you're thinking about a life in, in the arts, um, believe in yourself, work hard, take risks, uh, never take no for an answer, uh, and it's not how you fall. It's how you pick yourself back up and keep going. Excellent advice. Great way to finish, too. That's, that, that's enough right there uh, to, to chart a life hmm. uh, if done well and done smartly. Joshua Lieberman, it's been a blast, both uh, as friends, colleagues, and professionals. And thank you for allowing me and, and our audience uh, of listeners to, uh, to hear some of your sage comments today. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity, and um, uh, it really is, has been a joy. Excellent. Thank you, Joshua Lieberman. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing. Thank you.